What's up, fam? I'm your host, Jack Sutterman. Joining me today, and as always, my co-host and longtime best friend, Abe Granoff. Abe, what is on your mind today? If you're watching the live stream, you see my name in the chat right now. It says, I miss podcasting, and it's because I do. A week and a half, we've been off the mic for some random circumstances. I think it was a holiday and then some unfortunate circumstances, uh, which all the fam knows about. We're glad you're doing okay. Um, but we're fucking back, and Eagleson's not. Eagleson, I guess, did he submit official PTO to you? He did. He did. Okay, so I can't give him shit for that. But Eagleson's gone, which means mom's gone, which you means there's definitely no- You can definitely give him shit because, one, he responded in the group I mean, chat. I, like, I'm going to give him shit regardless if I'm allowed to or not. Right. He, he responded within 30 minutes of the record after he had told me he's not going to have service. That's one. Two, I sent him like 500 bucks to fly to Baltimore. And then he misses the next podcast. So there's definitely shit to give him shit. Yeah, and, and it's like, and the beauty of this is, is I'm, I'm happy to be here. We have a lot to cover. And Eagleson's not here to do a hater count. So cops aren't out tonight, mischief night, and we can just hate on wherever we want. That's the first one on my mind. top of mind? Oh, that's, that's, that's the segment. And the next what's on my mind. Um, that's what's the first thing that's on my mind. The second thing that's on my mind is I think I learned, oh my God, Kevin Durant's here. <laughs> Kevin Durant what is up, in the live stream. Where are you going? Can he? Can people request to join the Zoom? Uh, yeah, Katie, shoot me a DM. Could you imagine if like Katie actually shot you a DM, and that was his initial message? Just he's the third a, comment uh, in here on a Sunday night when he was in London at the Travis Scott concert last night. It's, so it's Kevin just Durant's as good as Eli's comment, Jack. I'm repping snapback merch for fifty thousand people at the Dodger game. You're welcome. Are you like pitching in the game that everyone's like seeing you? Or also, that? there's no way that Dodger Stadium holds fifty thousand people. Let's just you don't think so. Out. No shot. Um, what do you, but what's get, your prediction? uh 24 21 56,000 hmm. well <laughs> we're back baby hey you said there's no way it fits 50 yeah you're, i was right it's 56. That's a, the, take, the takes are back um so what i was gonna say is during this time off i actually wrote this down because i wanted to remember it to bring up at what's on my mind i think jack and you're going to might say, duh, but I think I'm like an unnecessarily angry, hating person. That like little stupid shit. Shut up. Okay, let me go. For some reason, I was going to, I was in a shopping center a few weeks ago or last week or something. And it's like 6 p.m. on a Monday. A shopping center is kind of dead. I think I was picking up dinner. And someone's pulling into the parking lot in the Starbucks. And they're in a BMW, silver BMW. So they're there. You can tell they're whatever. Nobody is in the fucking parking lot. Nobody. I'm leaving the parking lot. There are no cars parked. And I have to wait to go over the speed bump because this fucking asshole, when nobody's in the parking lot, is backing his car into the parking spot. And for some reason, that one moment built up so much rage inside of me to the point where I I acknowledge in my own head, I was like, Abe, this it's not that deep. You gotta chill, dude. It's not MTV. that deep. But like him backing into that parking spot and making me wait when there was not a I swear to God, not a singular car in the parking lot backing in made me so fucking mad. And and, and that just like it was like a come to for myself. It was like you need to look yourself in the mirror and like chill the fuck out because that's not that deep. But at the same breath. It's kind of ridiculous. It shouldn't have. He does have to back out at some point, though. Right. I didn't think of that. But chances are, if he had to back out the second time, there wasn't another car waiting for him. And it's just like, just do what everyone does. Just pull into the fucking parking spot. Do less. Just do less. Like, everyone's getting fancy. Whatever. That's the second thing that was on my mind. I just had a very big self-aware moment. The third thing that's on my mind is, and I need you to help facilitate this. And by facilitate this, I kind of mean send me, send us, finance it, handle it, plan it, organize it, and just tell me where to be when. I really want to go to Qatar for the World Cup. Mm. And the reason I really want to go to the World Cup in Qatar this upcoming year, England is so fucking close, dude. We are so close. Let's go back a few years ago to the last World Cup. 
We make a tremendous run that no one expected us to. We lose in the semis on a technicality, some bullshit, PKs, whatever, to God knows who, Luka Doncic and, and company. Um, it wasn't PKs either, but go on. Hard-fought match. Uh, and then we go to the Euro final. We lose in that in PKs. That's what I'm thinking of. And then our women bounce back this year and take home the Euro title. It's just like it built up, and now it's starting to reap the benefits. It starts with the women Euros, which is a little – bit of a smaller scale in terms of popularity just because it's the Euros, not because it's women. And it's going to build up into the World Cup of Qatar. And if it doesn't, if some somehow England doesn't, if it, somehow it doesn't come home, somehow it misses the flight, shit's going to get crazy in America. This is where England has its revenge on America. They win the World Cup on our own soil. So I would like to get there for Qatar. I'm open to having the conversations. Like I said, you have to plan, finance, organize, just tell me where to be when. I facilitated the idea in the first place. I think that's good enough. Um, but I really want to go to Qatar. I don't even know if I'm actually allowed in Qatar. You probably not. You? TV day. So I've planned it. I can't make it now that we're doing Snapback Monday. I, I go as long as you still organize, plan, finance. Right. So I've organized and planned. The finance piece is the tricky part. I can do, I can embarrass myself on, on different platforms in order to help. So there's no alcohol in the state. Mm, there's well, no, well, unless it's inside of you already. Pause. I'm not talking, you know, that's exactly what I'm talking. I'm talking about boofing little bottles of alcohol. That's like a very dangerous game to play. Apparently, girls used to do that. Okay. Apparently, girls used to soak. Okay. <laughs> and you know so it's, it's about 10K to see three games, the group stages. And you're not just like, what would you want to do? You want to go for the, because from the, the round the of final. Oh, I want to go to just, the whole, oh, no, I go the whole thing. So the full thing, I looked into going for the entire thing from start to finish. You, you looked into working from Qatar for a month. <laughs> that's like, that's like. Is that really how unemployed you are? You're like, hmm, maybe I'll just look up what it takes to live in Qatar for a month. I did look up. The, the funny thing is, it's hotel is the most expensive because Airbnb? it's like seven. <laughs> I mean, <laughs> let me know which Airbnb you're saying at. It's like 700 bucks a night at the hotel. And then there's three or four nights in between games. And then the, the ticket, the straight up tickets for the group stage and the flights are only like 2,500 bucks total. That's like, it's expensive, but that's very doable. Think about it. Like these are mini Super Bowls all wrapped into one. It's the final, which is like five grand to get in. Plus, you know, two grand over the last three nights that really gets it expensive. So, yes. So, what I decided was... I'll look on Airbnb. That, okay, that's what we'll leave it at. Yeah, you you check out Airbnb, and I determined that if it was anywhere but Qatar, I probably would have done it. Mm, but given the circumstances that it's coming to the U.S. four years, three and a half years later, because the season's all I can all name up. three places off the top of my head that you wouldn't go, but I'm not going to. All right, name them, name them. Okay. North Korea, Russia, Ukraine. I would go to Ukraine. <laughs> <laughs> I thought you were going to say Russia. I don't B think I would go to Russia. PG, baby, we're think. coming. <laughs> um... So, yeah, I I mean, look, if we hit a big bet in between now and then. We'll probably maybe. lose it in between then and then. That's fair. But if not, then maybe we can go. Um, real quick, I want to just do a, a PSA, public service announcement. For those who didn't see, Casey and I, my brother, the intern, uh, awful sports better, were in a pretty serious accident last Sunday. So it's been a week, very, very long week. Um, I'll save you the details. You can kind of check out what I posted on Insta or Twitter, but, uh, a seatbelt, very important seatbelt might've saved our lives. So this is just a PSA and I'll be transparent. We were in Atlantic city all weekend long. We were going, you know, five minute cab rides, six minute Ubers, just from hotel to hotel or to the convention center. 
And we're in the back seat in, in New York, too, because everything is tight and slow around the corners. You kind of just don't throw on your seatbelt. Thankfully, we were on a longer trip when this happened. We clipped our seatbelts on. Uh, we got hit in the left lane, spun across four four lanes of traffic into the guardrail, both of us taken in a ambulance. And, uh, you know, we're, we're relatively, given the circumstances, okay, thanks to wearing a seatbelt. So... Definitely wear your seatbelts. Um, it takes two seconds. It's really not that uncomfortable. Just wear your seatbelt. You never know. And I, and I'll say thanks to everyone who reached out, obviously, for the for the wishes and the, the prayers and the get well soons. But people who shared their experiences saying either, you know, in a in an unfortunate way, my sister wasn't wearing hers or we were in an accident and someone wasn't wearing theirs and how tragic it was. And then also sharing how the people who were okay because they wore seatbelts. So thank you for sharing those stories. But takeaway here is just wear your seatbelts. It takes two seconds and uh, it could save your life. Facts. KD would like to talk about basketball. (laughs) Kevin Durant. We're talking about football first. We're talking about football. We do Football, baby. Thank you, King J. Jordan, appreciate you for being here. We have LeBron and KD in this chat. Where's LeBron? King J. King J. That's uh that might be King Jalen Brunson for all we know. But before we go to the hard court, if we even make it there this episode, let's talk about football. Football, football. is back. Fuck yeah. The Raiders and Jags played in the Hall of Fame game. The Raiders dominated the Jags. No offense, Dougie P, but uh they didn't look so hot. The big takeaway from the game. Probably only for me, not necessarily Abe, because I've been drafting fantasy football teams all all summer long on Underdog Fantasy, is that Josh Jacobs not only played in the game, but played multiple series and had seven touches. Not quite normal for your RB1. Come trade for Josh Jacobs is what the Raiders are saying. Come pay this man so we don't have to. Football's fucking back. Let's ride. And I can say, and it's kind of hypocritical of me because Jack, I didn't watch a second of this game. I watched Love Island on Hulu instead, and I'm not mad about it. But I can still be excited of that football is back. It's just you know, Jared Stidham for for good or for bad reasons just didn't tickle my plums at all. Um, but it's still great that it's back, and it's like it's the fantasy t- talk time now, right? It's everyone's drafting their fan. Here's a PSA. If you are in a fantasy league that is drafting their league other than underdog, anytime before, let's say, week four of the preseason, get the fuck out of your league. People always do this. They draft their teams like, dude, I lost I lost uh, Raheem Mostert. Yeah, in fucking training camp. Not in, like, the actual league. Just wait. Just wait. And, uh... I mean, this is the greatest part of the year. Everyone thinks they're the smartest man on earth. And then sometimes you look back and you are the smartest man on earth. And I'm kind of in a dilemma right now, so I'm going to pitch you something. And I don't really think I'm in a dilemma, but it's a good thing to pitch you because right hand up, I'm going to do the bare minimum in fantasy this year. I'm going to hype my team up as if I did the most, as if it's the best, as if I had a strategy going in. But I'm going to look at nothing and pick with my balls like I've been doing the past few years. That being said, I am in a keeper league, and I want to hear your opinion, Jack. I have the choice to choose between all right, a little background, 12-team league, standard, uh, two running back, standard for not underdog, we'll call the other leagues, two running back, uh, what is it, two or three wide receivers, flex, uh, one-point PPR, one quarterback, defense kicker, the whole nine. Do I keep in my receiver slot both very late picks? Let's call it after 12th round. I don't know exactly. Michael Pittman. Might be hard for you, given you are a Colts hater, given you think Matt Ryan is burnt <laughs> toast. Um, Michael Pittman or Slant Boy, Michael Thomas. Back. People have like, so I, I, I looked at this as a no-brainer, right? Like Pittman, obviously. Like Thomas has been out for a year. Jameis is like, I don't want to have to rely on that. Like bouncing back, they just drafted Olave, all that. But then I thought, Michael Thomas was really fucking good, like really good. And Pittman's going to be the one. And I am one to believe that Matt Ryan can throw a football astronomically better than Carson Wentz can. And Michael Pittman had a great year with Wentz. 
So that's kind of the dilemma I'm in right now. I guess my question is, I don't know how to, to project Michael Thomas this year. Because I know that Michael so, Pittman is the safe and good choice, but I'm more of a gambler. So if you want to gamble, I would say that this I would is why this. I love this is why I love sports. Two comments at the same minute. Yeah. Pittman easy. Pittman you, got, easy. you keep Thomas, trust me. That's why I love Well, sports. King Jay, King Jay's not saying what's the better pick. He's just saying to trust him and that that's what he would pick. So here's the answer. The answer is Pittman. Keep in mind, whichever, whichever I don't pick, I am going to hate and root against and say he sucks for the entire year. Okay, so Pittman is the correct selection. Underdog ADP, known as average draft position, is not perfect giving redraft. Redraft is what it's called when you draft your team every year. Their format is best ball, but it's still a good indicator. Do you happen Michael to know Pitt- the FPIs? Um, I trust those a little bit more after the. <laughs> I don't. I don't. I don't know the FPIs, but uh, also underdog is half point PPR, so something to take into account. Given that Thomas is a receptions heavy player, Slam like boy. has the all. Yeah, he's all time receptions leader. Tom, uh, Thomas is going ADP anywhere from sixty five to seventy. Okay, let me do math in my head right now. I'm in a 12-team league that's between the 5th, 6th round and the 8th. 5th, 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 6th round would be done at 60. Yeah, so it's like 6th round, really. 6th to 8, okay. Okay, 6th to 8, sure. Michael Pittman is going ADP 32 to 35. So, oh, so third round. So in that case, it's not really relatively okay, fuck close. the ADP. Who's got yeah. a better chance to be that dude? I'm talking Pittman. like who's got the better chance to be a wide receiver one on a fantasy Pittman. Team? Pittman, Pittman does. If you want to say give but, me the biggest – if if you were choosing between Thomas and um, – DeAndre Hopkins, for example, who are going around the same spot, two di- different situations because Hopkins is out six weeks. Oh, give me and you said, who's who's got a bigger ceiling? You could like argue that Thomas does, given that he's done in the past. But the difference is this. Olave is, is seeing more looks in training camp. That was actually reported today. So that's stock smoke down screen, for him. Smoke screen, smoke screen. Matt Ryan is has there's like some insane stat about his targets towards wide receiver one. Now, given that Julio Jones was his wide receiver one for a large portion of his career, but last year, Roddy white, highly, highly targeted Roddy white, Calvin Ridley. So it's a really good sign for Michael Pittman. People think the Colts will be good. Jameis is always a question mark. What do you think about the Colts? (laughs) Uh, But have you factored, have you, have you handicapped in um, year two Desmond Patton? Yeah, yeah. He'll wow. give Pittman. He'll give Pittman a couple uh, single covers looks by drawing some attention. Such a it's it's right there. it's an easy pick. You you go with Pittman unless, which could be the case if you took it late last year. If you draft late, maybe you got Thomas in the 18th round or whatever, third fifteenth, and maybe you got Pittman in the twelfth, and you feel yeah, like. Yeah, but you at could that get point, you're up. picking straws. Yeah, twelfth to eighteenth yeah. round. I, Go Pittman. I've and been if you thinking really... Pittman, but I've it, the 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 gambler in me is like looking at a, a bet, and it's like, like they're going to win the game. Like I, I'm just going to take that money line, but they also could win by nine and a half. That type of situation. I would, right I would say it's more like it's more like a plus six hundred bet. That's just but, like, but that alternate handicap though, <laughs> it could hit, but there's no reason not to just take Pittman and have a wide receiver one like. I guess this is the perfect way to to frame it. The difference in what Thomas could be versus Pittman isn't a big enough gap to to warrant that risk. I guess is the takeaway. Yeah, I guess Pittman's floor and ceiling is both higher is higher than both Thomas and but exactly in in, in true fashion and and to stick to my roots, I still may take Thomas just to be that <laughs> asshole and say that I say that he's my guy this year. Yeah, I wouldn't do that. But hey. That's why. Hey, that's why there's chocolate and yeah. vanilla, brother. Exactly. Uh, speaking of fantasy, my manager, business partner, and your biggest rival did complete oh, his fantasy his, punishment. Don't give him airtime. I know I did earlier you, this year. He, you said he's that uh, he's working through it. He 
He barely ate any pancakes. He didn't even live stream it. His partner absolutely did a totally better job. I should have never introduced you to. Well, you said you're going to do the bare minimum and just pick this year. But given that that punishment, I mean, he was crying, obviously. But it sounded not great. What's your punishment this year? Have you guys? Has, hasn't been decided. Um, I don't like they. Okay. The two people that had to do the pancake punishment. And for those who haven't listened in the past, person last my fantasy league had to spend 24 hours in an IHOP, whichever, however many pancakes you eat or for every pancake you eat, an hour gets taken off your time. Um, the first person that did it, they did it separately because they're on two different coasts, finished it in nine hours or no, in four hours, he ate um, 19 pancakes. And for some reason he was really craving cheesy eggs during it. So he sent a picture in the group of a plate of cheesy eggs and said, can this please count as one pancake? And we, at that point he had puked twice already. So we're like, yeah, you can have your eggs, buddy. Um, <laughs> so we had 19 pancakes and a plate of cheesy eggs. He mixed in gluten-free pancakes thinking that would help his strategy or because he's a health conscious freak um, and doesn't even just, just does gluten-free for fun. Um, but he spent four hours there. I think he had three shits, two pukes and, uh, two different sets of tears that ran down his face. And then your manager, which we should have allowed no devices. He brought his computer. He took calls. He bitching the entire time. He spent nine hours there, whatever. They made it seem like it was a lot harder to do this than I actually think it would have been. Now I know what you're thinking. You always say that, Abe. And you're right. I do. Because I just think that I can push through limits when it comes to food a lot easier than other people can given my, the thickness in my past and my just mental strength above all. Um, I, I think, I think four hours there is impressive. I mean, 19. Very. I, I'm a little, he started, ba- he started bailing on the syrup well, at yeah. like halfway it, through. No, you can't. But then it just syrup. becomes dry unless you're doing chestnut style and dipping it in the water. Maybe a little butter, but you can't do syrup. Syrup fills you up really, really poorly. And if he was throw, Hunter was doing the syrup, I, I have for pledging once had to drink a bottle of syrup. It was like actually wow. throwing up. Huh? Wait, the University of Texas, a fraternity that the University of Texas at Austin is affiliated with, hazed you? No, it made no, you no, drink no. a bottle of syrup? No, no, no. We have that. We have that. Archie. Have what? Sh- have. We, have, we have the recording, the audio just no, now. I said for pledging. You were forced to drink a bottle no, of syrup no, no, and it's no. For pledging. Like when I was a pledge. Like I was just thirsty and I drank a whole bottle of syrup. What do you mean? What are you talking about? I don't know. Or I... Run the tape. Run Texas, the tape. I want to look at this. Um, and then Archie, I want to have a sit-down conversation. Uh, Quinn, you as well. Bring the whole Bijan. Uh, Bijan, you can stay. You're running back. You don't matter. I'm just saying. So I've had the whole bottle of syrup, and it actually feels like you're puking out like a person. Like, it's insane. Why would you choose but to drink that if you were thirsty? I, I want something sweet to drink. Sometimes you go for a Truly Gator. or a Twisted Tea or a Gatorade or a Four loco. And oh, I and Jemima. Like... Look at this. <laughs> <laughs> I actually She's don't think I can say that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, think I can say that. Um, I'm disappointed in you guys though because I thought that you guys would as be in the, like as in the league. Yeah, I thought you would be tighter on this, and allowing a puke is just. I think that's that makes the whole thing fugaze. It was really funny to see on Snapchat though. It was. It, and like, no, what I are, get what that. Are, what are and like these guys like did it like we're all 25, 26 years old now working on a Monday. Like they went on like a Monday and Tuesday afternoon. Like I'm supposed to sit there and fucking officiate a guy a, a bulimic over a toilet. Like while I have I'm working during the day. Like our hands are kind of tied here. Like that's just, what I mean. I feel like you guys have lost your your youth and your edginess. Like you're like you oh, gave up on breaking your new, breaking search. news. Breaking news. My friends didn't do something to the its full potential <laughs> it took the easy too. way i just i figured you guys were were young again but i understand we're getting we're getting up there in age um just, i mean i don't lose fantasy football so it's not some, anything i have to worry about i come damn yeah. close a lot of the time 
we're gonna we're gonna have to draft another team uh closer to the season win our two million dollar prize this mm. year two million, a million well, i'm not i days. i uh i think i might illegally stream every single game i watch this year despite having um t- cable football I, yeah, yeah 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 i can't stand to see your face on my television when i'm enjoying a sunday day of football i'm I, still I, waiting on the commercial to run I, I, I just I've, I've already seen it pop up on my sponsored Instagram. That's yeah. bad enough. All I, the last thing I need is to wake up on a Sunday morning, let's say at 10 a.m., stay in bed for an hour and a half, scroll TikTok, go get a bacon, egg, and cheese and a Gatorade, come home, hungover, get on my couch, plan to sit there for 10 hours and order uh, Snapback Kitchen three times, and for your fucking face to pop up on my on my television at, on uh, after the after the um the first three and out from the dolphins of the year when I'm watching the CBS one o'clock game, it's the last thing I need. So I think I'm going to illegally. Abe, Abe, you got so much to learn about living in New York, brother. The jets are on at one. The (laughs) jets are on at one. I'm down. And it doesn't And you know, who's on, on Fox, the game of the week. Nope. It's the giants. And then you got one game at four o'clock. So you better you better figure out NFL plus plus premium direct TV. How do you do that? How how do you do that? I feel like I know we've had this conversation before. Like if you're as rich as you'll ever be, like what is are you are you still going to cheap out on and not pay for it? No, you pay. I pay for it. But like what about MMA? And it's still delayed. It's still delayed. What about MMA fights like (laughs) pay-per-views? Those are those are like because of tradition or the pat i don't even know what it is they're like unreasonably priced like, like why 80 would, bucks I, I would never i wouldn't pay 80 dollars for the super bowl okay but what's jack you've spent i would like a hundred <laughs> times that to go but if i was sitting at home okay what is a bigger scam is paying 80 dollars for a pay-per-view or having to pay for a pay-per-view, but you also have to pay for ESPN Plus first to then have access to the pay-per-view to then pay for it. That is the dumbest. ESPN Plus should actually be arrested for that. Yeah, yeah. watch this on ESPN Plus. Okay, cool. I'll get the five ninety nine ESPN Plus membership a month. No, which is now eight ninety nine. Yeah, I just I just made that up. Actually, no, I actually thought it would be like ten ninety nine. So it it keeps going up. So does Netflix. Whoever labeled, and this is the bullshit that the older generation does. We're the cord cutting generation. Not we're paying more than go- you. We're paying more. Right. It's actually get- dumb as fuck because you only watch. You have Netflix. You have Hulu. You have HBO. If you watch Ted Lasso, you have Apple TV. If you have kids, you probably have Disney Plus or Paramount or something like that. Uh, um your local sports, whatever. You have all the streaming services possible. People are like, oh, this is the easier way to do it. Like, why are you paying for cable? I'm paying more and watching one show per streaming service. It's fucking bullshit. I'm paying $10.99 to watch one season of these fucking kids fight off monsters and stranger things every four years. And I'm paying every single month in between Uh them. It's $120. And every time it's I do insane. that. And every time I do that, I when I when I started Ted Lasso, I've never watched anything else on Apple TV. I said, I'll just watch Ted Lasso and cancel my subscription. Nope. I forget. I actually just, get it. It's actually easy to cancel on Apple. It's really easy to cancel. I, I have, them, I have a theory. Speaking it. of cancel, I have a theory that when you get emails and you go to click to unsubscribe button, that that doesn't work. It's not a thing. It doesn't. It no. Doesn't. You still get the it emails. Doesn't. I... The cold email and this, but like too. the, the I, idea right, that we on. are smart I, by by streaming. By and I've like, got Amazon Prime, I've got I Netflix, I moved. I've got ESPN Plus, Peacock. Uh, I'm not on March H- Madness. Not, no, Peacock's like soccer. Soccer, it's not on TV anymore. It's in and you have cable. It's so brutal, and I, uh, I I'm Team Cable. I'm I always uh, team cable. I uh, I mooch Netflix, I mooch Hulu. I got Apple myself for Ted, wow. but I get, I also, I also lend out subscriptions that I have. Like yeah. I mooch and lend. So I lend it out my Apple. I have HBO. I lend that out. Oh, I have, I have Sunday ticket. I bought a half the season. Fuck of fuck do you have Sunday ticket? Hey, that, how do you think you're watching the games? But that is the worst present. I'd rather go on a Chinese website. 
No, no, no. Sunday ticket. I know you're thinking about like 2015 buying from the Shimans, but the current version of Sunday ticket, like that you go on your Xbox, you can choose an any Xbox. game. You can choose any game, go on your smart TV, any game and red zone. You're going to get it in New York. I'm just telling you. Uh, can I, can I mooch yours? <laughs> no, <laughs> no, you can't. You can only be logged in on one device. Dude, it's the biggest scam. I'm, yeah, I'm just going to take the six down to Soho and watch in your apartment. Your couch is comfy as hell. Well, Snapback Sundays at the Ainsworth is, is coming. So I'm sorry. Stay tuned. Why not Finn Magoo's across the, across the oh, that street? That would have been a vibe. That would have been a vibe. I, I know a girl <laughs> that works there. All right. Who is from Jordan Long? Who is the consensus number one fantasy pick? Abe, you're not going to like this. It's Jonathan Taylor. But it, I think it, it might is. be Christian McCaffrey. It is by the by the time like, that if you look at him, drafted, he's fucking nuts. He just touches the ball every single play. He might not have the biggest highlight plays or everything, but his usage no, is he definitely just, does his use. Whatever his usage. Well, it's actually Saquon Barkley is the number one play, um, but his usage is just through the roof. And I mean, yeah, he's played twenty. He's missed twenty three of the last possible thirty three games, which is a valid concern. Yeah, it's in the past. Doesn't matter. Your team the thing went four we and say th- is your team went four and thirteen last year. It's in the past. Your team lost to the goat in the wild card last year. It's in the past. You signed AJ Brown. Your team didn't make the playoffs because your quarterback was hurt when you were first in the division. Still matters. Your quarterback sucks. I was speaking of training camp. I went on Saturday. No videos allowed, which is another just narc NFL. What are you? Thing. What are you the fucking? What is this Augusta? Like, and also, no, is it isn't no, the Ravens training camp like dirt field? No, no, no. That was one bad angle in like the middle of October. That angle is what I have in my head. Yeah, the you can't post it because the other teams might see it on Twitter and then uh, might learn the plays. Well, they also learned yesterday from your Twitter that James Prochet is wide receiver too. Yeah, but they would have they would have learned that very. Did quickly. you uh, <laughs> did you say what's up to my boy Marlowe? I didn't. He took his first day off of the season on Saturday. I feel like at this point, he's our best chance of having a Raven on. He, yeah, he, he knows I, he has I your agree. Twitter. He knows he doesn't know me, but for a no, split, for a second in time, he did know me. I he could took, text him and get him on. Text. Yeah, we're we're text friends. What's up? <laughs> Why am I just learning about this? <laughs> I thought you knew that. I, I, I would have known that had he been on the fucking pod. We've That's been true. doing this thing for three years. What? So when do we want him, though? Now. My but you're going to be, but you're going to be, you're going to be. No, 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 no. I'll, I'll keep the hate. I'll keep. The no, hate no, no. Like you're going to be a, you're going to be soft and not. Yeah. Say yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, no, he's the best corner in football. But you're not going to be you. like. I told you, Let Marlon me... Humphrey, since he retweeted my tweet, is the best corner in football. And that's the only I chance will... the Ravens have of winning a Super Bowl is if he sets the all-time NFL interception record. The best Which thing that goes on is if you follow Marlon Humphrey, there are Pittsburgh fans, like the GOAT accounts, like uh, Kenny, or not Kenny Pickett, George. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price. Priceline. Pickens is your dad, like some shit like that. He sends out a tweet and gets six replies. Jamar Chase owns you. Deontay Johnson owns you. You're that was what I got. I got. A, I got a tweet to that. Jamar Chase owns you. 
So who it's is all right? So you're saying that I would be soft with Marlon Humphrey, which right hand up for sure. Lamar's yeah. the guy. The second Marlon Humphrey enters this live stream, <laughs> don't get it twisted. Um, but who is that one guy? And I'm not saying like a formal podcast interview. And you can say, well, I'm not going to. Like, it's just a game. It's an oblong ball. No, suck it up. Who's that one guy that if you had a split second on FaceTime looking him in the eye that you would say, yo, you fucking suck or yo, you suck. I swear to God, you would say, no, you wouldn't. No, you wouldn't. I would a thousand percent. And I put my money where my mouth is. If you gave me the opportunity, would say it directly to Carson Wentz's face via FaceTime. Directly via to his face, face. Not in person, though. No, no, no. You're nuts. <laughs> I just wouldn't give him the time of day in person. I don't want to shoot his hand. Right. You wouldn't give him the time of day. No, if right. someone – okay, first off, I would never dial Carson Wentz's number. Never. I would – if someone say, yo, Wentz, you want to say what's up? I would say, mm, nah, man, you fucking suck. Uh, we're glad you left Philadelphia. And then I would walk out of the screen. I would a 1,000% do that. I'm telling you, I would do it. And I know you don't believe me, but if you can somehow set this up and organize a, a FaceTime with Carson Wentz, then I'll do it. And you can, you know what? If I ever get the chance to send, to tell Carson Wentz to his face via FaceTime, that he fucking sucks or via cell phone, you have to send me the next World Cup, no matter where it is. <laughs> All expense paid. The, the reason why I don't know if you would do it is because it's true. And I think that's where it. That's it why wouldn't... I would do it is because I actually mean it. Like, I no, wouldn't say but... anything. I wouldn't shit talk Lamar. I mean, I do mean it. I wouldn't shit talk Lamar to Marlon Humphrey because deep down, I mean, the guy won an MVP. I just know I have to be an asshole and, like, hate him and, like, find reasons that he sucks, which he does. Um, like, I wouldn't say that to Marlon. But for Carson Wentz, someone who, first off, I'm genuinely not afraid of, other than his gun collection. I don't want to end up on the wall next to his geese, um, which I'm pretty sure is a federal offense to kill a geese, so that someone should probably look into that. Uh I, I'm not afraid of Carson Wentz whatsoever. I think he's just your average ugly human being that walks the street that just so happened to find his way into the NFL. And now I can't wait to play him twice a year, which he's totally going to beat us this year. <laughs> I would do it. So who's your guy? Who's your guy? Wait, Abe, is there, is there, what's more dangerous? Week 16, 2019, me wearing a Cowboys t-shirt. Or me wearing a Carson Wentz jersey. Cowboys. Cowboys week Cowboys, 10. Cowboys. Week 10, Monday Night Football. Cowboys. Cowboys. Because really? you'll, you'll still find people. You'll 105% of Philadelphia wants to murder the Dallas Cowboys. You will still find idiots on Twitter and in the streets that think Carson Wentz was done wrong in Philadelphia. That are Philadelphia Eagles fans. Some even beat reporters as well. There's nobody in Philadelphia that has a single good thing to say about the Dallas Cowboys. Whereas you could find some incest ridden people that support Carson Wentz and think he was mistreated in Philadelphia. Got it. Got it. All right. So who's your guy? Uh, would you say something to any, would you tell any professional athlete that you've never had interaction with that you actually believe over in, in FaceTime, FaceTime, you fucking suck. I don't, I'm just not a hateful person. Like it's not, no, no, I'm not going to say that. I, the, the player that comes to my mind, Deshaun Watson, no, it's not Watson. I, <laughs> I think he's a scumbag, though. Would you tell him he's a scumbag I, to his face via FaceTime? No, because he knows that deep down. Carson Wentz knows he uh, sucks deep down, too. I, I, the player that comes to mind is Alfred Payton. <laughs> but I, <laughs> oh, DeAndre Jordan. You know, I'm kind of afraid of DeAndre Jordan. But, like, I, 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 would, I would say something to Doc. Not you fucking suck. But so, I would say something to Doc. You wouldn't though. Like we were sitting there, you wouldn't. You know, not in person. Not in person. No, no, never in person. Right. Right. I'll fully admit that I'm a coward in that regard. I would yell at Wentz like across, like if I was at training camp front row when he was like at the ten yard line. And 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 then I probably what if I'd probably yeah if he looked at me and like said who said that like I did one time courtside when Jared Bayless and I said to him you fucking suck and he said who said that and I shriveled up like a coward and just pretended like, oh, oh, oh. I would a hundred percent do that. Speak. I, can't even speak. I would pretend to be mute and just like do sign language to Jared Bayless. Like, it couldn't have been me. I, let's talk about that scumbag. I don't know if I hate him. I don't know. Alfred if... Payton, which scumbag? 
No, Watson. We're talking about Watson. Ah. I, I don't know. Like, people assume because I'm a Ravens fan that it's because he's on the Browns. No. like No, it's because he has 30 girls that have lawsuits against him. Yeah, and even if they settled 20 of them and he's cleared 20 of them, there's still four. And that's four times more than even if there was just the one that, you know, I, I wouldn't like him. Now, look, the NFL, and this is why I, I was hesitant to call people out on joining Live. Sure, you want to say Saudi Arabia and blood money and diamond money, whatever it is, is funding that. And you don't like that league, that's fine. But then you look at the Cleveland Browns, you've got Kareem Hunt. That, you know, he, he's got a checker pass. You look around the league. I mean, my favorite team, Ray Rice. That was a huge situation. Now we have a zero tolerance. Zero tolerance. That, that that is that's the Ray you name. Well, Ray Rice was proven. Uh, there was evidence, and that's my point. There's always Ray Lewis. He's clean, uh, you know, by the legal system. But and but. <laughs> And that's the and point. we're we're not going to get into this debate right now. I just want to have a surface question, and that and then we'll leave it at that. Ray Lewis is cleared by the law. So is Deshaun Watson. That's not true. That's actually that's the difference here for is me. Because they the settled. Because they settled. Exactly. There, okay. there was actual physical proof and acknowledgement by Judge Sue Robinson that something went down. So much so that he is banned from getting massages outside of the male staff on his own team. Like something clearly went down. Now, because of our legal system, he is cleared from any further punishments. And this is a code of conduct policy issue. Ray Lewis, whether or not it was covered up, whether or not he did it, there was never a situation where they're like, he killed someone, but we're settling it. You know, like same, same thing with same thing with Vic, like, there's proof. Like, he did it. Well, and he so went to if prison. You say, if you want to say Vic's a scum, like, I can feel that Deshaun Watson is a scumbag loser and root against him whether or not he did anything, whether or not people think they're just using his name for money. That's how I feel about him. That's just how I feel. Now, let's, let's evaluate it from just a situational standpoint. If the code of conduct is what we're evaluating. I don't think that there's been a bigger code of conduct, not breaking the rules. Like people start comparing the Ridley thing. Like Ridley got a one-year suspension because that's the rule. Speaking of which, which, I actually thought about this because a lot of people are comparing, like how can you give Ridley a year and Watson six games? Well, it's two toys or apples and bananas or whatever the saying, however the saying goes, Um, apples and oranges. Um, but I actually thought about the whole Ridley thing, and I guess I should have said this and thought about this when it came out. I thought about it a lot more. I actually don't think you should be suspended if your bet loses. You just have if you bet in the NFL, you just have to make sure they all lose and submit every bet slip to the commissioner's office. And as long as you lose, you can play. He wasn't even playing in the games. And I, I understand guess you can bet on your team to lose. Nah, yeah, I, the whole integrity thing, I understand. You could tell your quarterback to throw an interception. I, I get it, why it was such a big problem. But they are different. As it comes to Watson, nothing has been a bigger black eye on the league than in 2022, him having four cases and 24 alleged cases that had to be settled outside of court. Suspend him for the whole season. Like, I... I well, here, here's how it goes. It's like it's the six game thing, right? Which, and this doesn't make sense to me. Is is where I get lost in the suspension. It's like if there, and, and our friend said this, and I agree. If, if there is enough evidence to give him six, there's enough evidence to give him the entire season. And, and if there's if there's not enough evidence to give him the entire season, then I don't think there's any evidence to give him a suspension at all. Well, that's not true. So that's I'll, I'll define what the code of conduct is it's not based off of what there is evidence on and what there isn't. It's what his conduct has brought to the league publicly. That's actually what he's being punished for. So they're saying that it's brought negative light, but only enough so that he deserves six games, the non-abusive behavior or whatever the term was, like 
What are we doing? The thing that's brought the worst eye to the NFL isn't what Deshaun Watson did. It's actually what the NFL did in only giving him six games. That's what's brought such a negative light to the NFL. So the NFL said, hmm, how can we fix this? I got it. In 24 hours, let's cuck the Miami Dolphins. And that's exactly (laughs) what they did to take the light away from the Deshaun Watson. That's how they follow it up. They go, we are going to suspend Deshaun Watson six games, piss off the public. We got to fix this. Let's go make a statement and, and just fuck the Dolphins for being the Dolphins. And then on top of that, after we do the Dolphins, let's come back as the good guys and appeal to Sean Watson's suspension. It was actually a job well done by Goodell in the office in New York City. So I'll give them that. But I would like to transition from Deshaun Watson, and it is such a fucking shit. What a coward. And let me ask you, was Eagleson's PTO approved prior to the Miami Dolphins getting stripped a first and a third round pick for unsuccessfully tampering Tom Brady and Sean Payton? Should we wait? Should we wait to address it on Wednesday night? I think you and I can discuss it right now, and then we can get Eagles' thoughts and proceed to just make fun of him. As uh, like you know how like he just says something, and we go no, no, no. We we both look at each other, we give those eyes, and we go no, no. Let's let him finish, and then we go. I think you and I talk about this right now and just absolutely just talk about. I, but I feel like there's nothing to talk about besides make jokes, which is why I kind of want to save it fully for Eagles. You know, like what? Do, how are we going to analyze this? Like. They they tampered and lost out on them. Like, and what's gonna happen? We're gonna crack up laughing. Like, I, I it has to be, it has to be saved. It has, the best Jordan part Long about says, the, Oh my god! I just want to. He said his punishment is for action detrimental to the league, which suspends him six games. Which that's what I'm kind of saying. It has nothing to do with the amount of evidence because it was nonviolent. Now this is the judge's words. That's why it was uh, only a six game suspension, which is insane. How is it? Whatever. They're appealing to protect themselves, the NFL. They're appealing. I they're asking it, for a whole season. He'll end up with eight. I think he ends up with seven. They play Monday Night Football week eight. I, I think that uh, – I mean, I don't think. Yeah, uh, the NFL is, the call. The, yeah they, they, like, they like money. And I think what they'll do, oh, which I, I do feel like – fucking do a Manning cast for that game and bring on, like, like women. Like Sue Bird <laughs> and Megan Rapinoe. I would, I would say what the NFL will do, which I think will be a smart move and a move that I think is is fair. I think they'll dock him like they'll they'll fine him like ten million dollars. Now, will he still have two hundred forty million other dollars? Yes, but right now he hasn't lost a cent, and I think that's what feels like very very icky. Also, also, the Browns structured his contract as such where his. He's only getting $1 million for this year. So the amount of money that he's losing is $330,000 like or something right. like that, which is a game check, a singular game check for all pretty much all of, I mean, I don't know exactly, maybe more, maybe less, but around this for all of the quarterbacks that are getting paid his AAV essentially. Right. Yeah, it's a joke. Uh, it's it's August, and there's definitely stuff to talk about, but it's some pretty shitty stuff. Brittany Griner sentenced to nine years in prison. I heard this I'm is, just gonna. I, I heard this is a good thing. This is a good thing because the way the Russian system, the way trade, works, the way the way trade talks evolve. Yes, you you must admit you were guilty. If you don't admit you were guilty, they will continue to try you, you and they no won't like. Clause. You got to talk. About it's not like sports into it. Yeah, it's not like innocent until proven guilty. You must say, I'm guilty. Now, why they give her nine years? Because she's a political piece and they're using her as leverage. And that's what I think people are missing. She broke the law. She was in another country, a country that we all know is very strict on their laws. It's a country that you don't want to be messing around, especially not with marijuana. It's a country you want to go to for the World Cup. (laughs) Now, given all of that, while she, you know, she made a mistake and... What people are missing is that normally, and there's two sides. So one guy has been over there for 14 years because of a similar charge. Another woman who's a white younger lady was there for two months and then got sent back and paid a little fine. They're using her for leverage. That's where the shit is fucked up. Now, considering what is on the table, trade, all that, I just, I'm not going to speak on it because 
it's just there's no positive that comes out of it. I'll speak on it in a little bit of a a lighter note. Obviously, it's a fuck situation, um, but obviously want to bring BG home. My only wish is that when we do bring her home and hopefully we bring her home, that we still get notifications from ESPN and other sports outlets. That's like breaking news, like as if like Woj tweeted something so long as. Brittany comes home and that is how we find out continually. Like that's what needs to happen because like you can like, it's, it's fucked. It's objectively fucked what's happening over there and what's happening with her and, and the political bargaining that's going on essentially and using her as a, as a piece of leverage. Um, But I'm a firm believer that in every good situation for better or for worse that you can. And I think that's part of why we're on this podcast and how we podcast that you can, make some lighthearted jokes. Obviously there are certain situations. And I just think that the way that this has all evolved in, in talking about how these trade proposals went down as if it's fucking February 13th and the NBA trade. Making fun of the media. We're making fun of the media. Correct. We're making fun of the media. That is objectively hilarious as well. Like this isn't Aaron Gordon is traded for a future second round pick. I know Jack loves Aaron Gordon. Um, This is no, we're, I was joking. You hate Aaron Gordon. You bet on him a lot and he lost you a lot of money. Sucks. Um, uh, But you have lefty Aaron Gordon in the garden playing for you. Um, Obi Toppin? Julius Randle. Okay. Interesting. But yeah, making fun of the media and the way they've been reporting this is just also objectively hilarious. So I think that's like with every bad situation, you can find a little bit of like. Yeah, you can. Uh, baseball, baseball, baseball. Orioles have won five in a row. They lost the game. It is what it is. Yankees have lost five in a row. They're now. Are you just covering? Are you, co- are you covering all your teams? I don't know how this segment's going to go. Yeah, yeah. Right. So, so go, go through all your teams. The Medi Mets, though, have won their seventieth game. They're now tied with the Yankees for seventy wins. Uh, Degrom five and two thirds, twelve Ks. Max last night eleven Ks, one earn, maybe shutout. I don't even remember. Who's the realer team of the three? I think it's whoa, still whoa, the whoa, 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 whoa. Orioles, Yankees, Mets. Yeah. Who's the realest of the three? Yeah. Sorry, who's like the best team of the three? Like who's the like the biggest biggest contender? So so okay. So the Orioles. The Orioles are the good. Orioles are in conversations with two of three teams that have 70 wins in the MLB right now. I I didn't say that the Orioles are the best yet. I'm just saying that Let's have the conversation and figure it I'm out. Sa- <laughs> I'm just saying like you look at, you look at the Boston Celtics, right? Who were spectacular after the trade deadline went to the finals. The Orioles are something like eight and three since the deadline or the Phillies are great too. The Yankees has been shit. They've been absolute shit since the trade deadline. And so some teams go in the wrong direction and some teams go in the right direction. I still think the Yankees are the best. And I posted it on the story today, which is why Nick is saying the Yanks peaked. Stanton's still out. They just got new players. Tendy's been terrible. Montez, Montes, I don't even know how to say it, was horrible today. They trade Montgomery. He blanks them. They trade, uh, you know, Cole it let up 19 runs in two innings. I still think the Yankees are the best of the three, but you like, how are you in a seven game series? Are you beating DeGrom and Scherzer multiple times? Like you don't have to because similar to the Dallas Cowboys, similar to the Dallas Cowboys, when it comes to about the Mets, they played in the world series five years ago. You can't say that about the Mets. They like, I know they are a what what will get hurt will get hurt, which yeah, is probably part of what fair. can go wrong will go but wrong. It, nah, a little Surely, like, I I I assure you, like I'll I'll bet you we're not going to do standard hundred because we don't root for injuries on this podcast. Right. But I will bet you ten dollars that going into the NLDS, if they even make it, the Braves were just on their ass, and now since had a little bit of separation. September for Mets fans. Mets fans will tell you to their face. They are in no position of comfortability right now. They do not trust their team. Scherzer and DeGrom obviously are back. We've seen this so many times with the Mets. DeGrom, Cindergaard, 
Like all of them. Like it never but works out. One of them but gets when hurt. It did, One but, of them but gets here's hurt. The thing. Here's the thing. And we're big. I'm pace guy and I'm a do guy. They've already both suffered their injuries. That like it's not like they're they haven't got only one of them won't get shut down with a uh, tendonitis in their elbow or something maybe and maybe it's alonzo maybe it's lindor maybe it's nimmo and maybe no no i'm saying i know i'm only saying it's one of the two it's scherzer de grom i will bet you ten dollars that by the nlds one of them is no we don't refer to that's fucked up that is fucked up that you would put me in that position you're not rooting for the injury but if it happens uh, then you cheer welcoming it in for a glass of wine uh, and I just want to say, my guy Nick says, Judge is bad as cooled down. The Yankees scored nine runs, and Judge was uh, two for five with four RBIs. Yes, he hasn't hit a home run in 19 consecutive games, like at one point. But I just think they are a, a dynamite team who can catch fire. In a perfect world, pieces. in a perfect world, for first off, I actually do. I haven't been keeping count. I know you said let it fire with Eagles and the hater count not being here. I think I've been just hating. I, I think I'm in double digits tonight. You you literally pose a hypothetical. Which player would you like to tell to them they suck and to go fuck? That's not hating. So. How's that hating? <laughs> That's just a game. Anyway, what I was going to say is in a perfect situation, Allie, for a hating comment, here's how the rest of the season plays out. Aaron Judge goes on to break Roger Maris's Yankee record of 62 home runs. The Yankees flail out in the ALDS, ALCS. Aaron Judge becomes a New York Met or a Boston Red Sox. That is just the kumbaya for me of how my MLB season can be a success outside of the fact that October is going to be so fucking red because the Philadelphia Phillies are an absolute wagon. You fire Joe Girardi, which you should have, the Doc Rivers of the MLB. You bring in this. New Balance wearing soccer dad looking ass guy, and he just turns the season around. Bryce goes down, doesn't matter. Still can't, still clicking on all cylinders. You address every hole at the deadline. You get Cindergard, who hopefully can return to his full self. You sure up the bullpen. You sure up the bullpen, who's been, it's the best it's been since 09, which, and it's very relatively speaking, because the bullpen is good, but it's not great. Just the bullpen has been so bad. The bats are coming alive. Bryce is coming back in two weeks. We're a game up in the Philadelphia is getting playoff baseball back. And this team has everything it needs. It's a fucking wagon. We are a wagon, a red wagon that is going to bleed red all over October and November. And yes, I know one game in the wild card we could lose, but we're not going to. What are you pulling? Like I'm pulling up who you guys have beaten recently. A uh, team that you got shelled to eight to one today. We beat them. We beat them in multiple games. You did sweep them. You took two or three from the Braves. Took two or three from the Braves. Beat the Cubs. Beat the Marlins. Beat, Marlins, uh, are a Marlins are a kryptonite. So that shows that we're got, maturing. Got and smoked up. by the Blue Jays. Uh, split with the Cardinals. A lot of national. Well, that was all pre-deadline. We're talking. Post-deadline. And then look, at, look, you you get the Marlins again, and then it's. It's three against the Mets. That'll be a good test. But then it's back against the Reds, and then three more against the Mets. Then it's back against the Reds. Pir- Do you just play the Reds, Mets, Pirates, and Nationals all season long? Uh, the Nationals, actually, there was a statistic. No other two teams play each other more on the, after the trade deadline than us and the Nationals. It's a beautiful, <laughs> yeah, it's like, it's a beautiful thing. It's like your entire it's like, thing. It, I mean, it's, t- like, it's like, it's like the, the end of the Philly season is just matching up with usually Eagles week 14 through 16 every year, or 13 yeah, through 16. That- that's crazy. The Orioles have 55-ish games left this season. And uh, what is it? 46 of them are against teams with winning records. So, Well, you guys are is, a winning record team. We are, but it's going to be a tough road home. How have you not gotten to Camden this year? Camden Yards. Um, You'll be there for the wild card game or the NL game three of the uh, ALDS. World Series? Yeah, probably. The Orioles are fun, though. I Look, my goal is to get to September, and we're already a weekend, with playing games that matter. And we could be four out, and it could be a pipe dream. But, like, as long as there's games in September that matter, that's fun. Because, like, the Phillies, even last year at this point when you were saying Red October, by September you guys were fully out of it playing meaningless games. Dude, like, you guys haven't Phillies, even been in the race in a the decade. Phillies, the Phillies 
That's not true at all. We've been coming the last three years. We've been coming down to September every year. We've just been pissing and pooping in our own pants every single year. Is that year. true? Yeah, August and September every single year. We've been no, coming no, one that, last, I know August. We've been, I'm we've, talking we were like, like, yeah, we were like a five hundred weeks. We were like a five hundred. Mm, no, that's what I'm maybe. saying. It, like, two weeks, like maybe the not. last two but, weeks. Yeah. But here's a but the Phillies were a when I think it was like fifty or sixty games into into the year, like 40 games in the year, they were on pace for a 60 win season. They sucked the Phillies fire Girardi. We're on pace to be a 90 win club this year. So we finally, I mean, we fucking spend money out the ass. Um, I was going to say, and this is how I feel about the Yankees and why you feel that way about the Mets. There's still like almost a third of the season left. Like there's so much time. These things, you go on crazy runs, crazy losing streaks. I'm going to I'm going to part with one last hating comment on the Phillies with a little bit of analysis. You have good pitching. There's a lot of teams you would face in the NL who you will have the worst pitcher in the game. Wheeler and that's an- Wheeler and Nola are probably two of the top Six or seven Cy Young candidates. No, right now. no, 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 no. And Aaron Nola is no. the most one of the most. I think the most strikeouts in baseball right now. It, but like Zach Wheeler, the fucking those... Zach Wheeler is an ace. Zach Wheeler is an ace. Like, but like, is Musgrove better? Like, yeah, he's he's been better. Like, is anyone the so. anyone the Dodgers is thrown is going to be better? Uh, obviously, Max and Degrom are going to be better. Freed for the Braves is better than like is better than Wheeler's. Like these are facts. Like it's not. Look, it might not be by margins, but like they're going to have the better pitcher, right? Zach and Wheeler plus twenty five hundred to win Cy Young. Joe Musgrove plus three thousand. Uh, like I said, Zach Wheeler fourth favorite to win the Cy Young. Wow, Sandy's minus two forty. He's not making the playoffs. Um, one, two, three. Zach Wheeler fourth, five, six, seven, eight. I was right. Four of the two of the top eight Cy Young winners, Cy Young Who's odds on favorites, seven, which makes you not right. But regardless, we're a wagon. They're good pitching, and then but not great. Like there's no one. Jack Wheeler is, is a great pitcher. No, my point Aaron is, Nola will always crumble in the big game. <laughs> and Zach, and by Wheeler, big game, he's not I mean a great game pitcher. Like, yes, he is. Hey, yes, when he is. Max Scherzer steps on the mound, it doesn't matter who he's facing. The team total is one and a half because okay, you're just but... not going to score enough. That's a great pitcher. Look, Musgrove isn't in that category. Max Free probably isn't in that category. You're Sandy about is the, the, one of the best pitchers in baseball. Talk I know. I'm saying. I'm saying. You have a gr- you have a good to great pitcher, but he's not shut down. So that's one. That's my knock. And then two, we'll see when Bryce comes back. Two weeks. But you got you guys already, are a high variance, high, high variance team. What do you, everyone's high hit variance. a lot Every, of home runs. Jack, that is what the fucking MLB is. It's strikeout or home run. That is what you the guys MLB are more. Is. No, but Schwarber is that guy. That is what Hoskins, the MLB is. That's not true. Reese that's is not, not true. Trey that Turner, guy. Mookie Betts. These oh are, if you know that the Phillies, my point is the Phillies aren't grinding together any runs. And the talent is lesser than everyone else, even though they've been spending. But the teams in the playoffs, they will be the lesser of the team. The Padres are better than them. The Dodgers are better than them. The Mets the are better Padres, than them. Who is behind us in the standings right now? Yes, I mean or that will because be after tonight. Mm. I, I mean the that Juan Soto, got... Fernando Tatis, and Manny Machado <laughs> are behind my Philadelphia Phillies. Oh, let's go, Josh. Soto has played four games, and and Tatis hasn't stepped on the field. Yeah, and they are. <laughs> One and three with Juan Soto. And and zero and zero with Tatis this year. Suck my ass. We're ahead of the Padres. Stop this. This is so stupid. Padres have not proven anything, but nice roster on paper. They played right. five games together. And I Fernando mean, Tatis has last year too. Everyone was hype on them last year. They didn't do shit. I mean, they They didn't they make were, the playoffs, I don't they, think. Yeah, they did. They lost to the Dodgers. Did they did miss they? the playoffs? I think they missed the playoffs last year. I think they lost to the Dodgers. big baseball. Guys. And then maybe that was two years ago. No, they had a. I think they had. A, regardless, playoff baseball stop. is going to be great. Yeah, and you guys will be. You'll be lucky to be there. They were. They went in twenty. They went two years ago for the first time since two thousand six, 
and they were swept by the Dodgers. Yeah, they're pop. Yeah, they're pop. But their uniforms are fire. Their branding is fire. I heard Petco Park is fire. It's in San Diego. There's nothing really to My uncle's got a place out there. I'm rooting for Padres Orioles, so I have somewhere to stay for all seven games. You think we could go out for Padres Phillies? Yes. <laughs> well, that would be a that would be a yeah. I also part of why I'm rooting for the New York teams because I already have a place to say. Anyways, the last thing on here is just fuck you, Eagleson. Didn't show up after we'll my big home. accident. After his accident, after you paid for him to literally travel internationally, like it's not just a baby flight. He has to literally Isn't cross his passport. Honestly, if he doesn't, you're probably liable. You might go to prison if he's for funding oh, a trip for a yeah. For, you're 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 essentially bringing in an illegal immigrant. Yeah. So doesn't we'll, show up we'll for that. And yeah, we got a lot to talk about with the Miami Dolphins in. Let's at, let's end with one hating comment. Let's Airbud just, 310. We got the Five middle we got the middle fingers, sunglasses, flower bathing suit, and a truly in his hand. Got it. Okay. Padres jerseys are fire. Dave, what are your final thoughts? It's good to be back, man. I feel like this is an hour-long episode. It's good to be back. The hating was flying. The takes were flying. Um, Football is about to be back. Playoff baseball, NBA. Let's just talk about fucking October, man. October. I'm a month away from England bringing the cup home. The Sixers are going to be tipping for their championship run. The Eagles are going to be 5-1 and one in week six, and Hurts is going to be the guy. The Phillies are going to be in game three of the NLDS. And I'm going to be paying $18 for a breakfast sandwich in the beautiful city of New York City when I have to go to a fucking laundromat to do my laundry. Life is good, you know what I mean? Life is good. Happy to be here. We'll talk to you guys on Thursday. Much love. Peace.